The following podcast may be explicit. Shedcast presents Adventures from the Shed, a tabletop RPG podcast. You can find us online at adventuresfromtheshed.com. Welcome back to our Dungeon World campaign, Perils of Paradisi. After making a deal with a black-bearded man, our heroes find themselves involved in the political intrigue of Kingsbury. Enjoy the podcast. All bourbon. Hi, and welcome to Adventures from the Shed. You can find us online at adventuresfromtheshed.com. We're also on Twitter and Facebook, and we're now on Stitcher Radio. Of course, you can find us on iTunes. We have a Google community, and we're just all over the place. Uh, we're going to go we got around the table and introduce our um, characters by our players for our Dungeon World campaign, The Perils of Perendisi. Go ahead, Kurt. We're not going to go around the table. <laughs> we're, we're going to go into some odd We're mixing it up shit. today just to mess with Joe, which is a problem because my whole goal for today is to put Joe into a good mood. Uh, but I am Kurt Schumacher. I am playing Shadrock, formerly Shadrock the Lame. He is the druid adventurer in our wonderful party. And um, Kurt's mom's cookies are helping to put me in a good mood. <laughs> They're good cookies. And that's a euphemism. These are good <laughs> cookies. I've got good cookies. My, good. No, that's milkshake. My milkshake. All right, so anyway. we, had, we had Joe. <laughs> Hi, well, everyone. This is Mickey. Mickey. And Mickey is very distracted today, so it's going to be an interesting play day. Um, she plays Demaya, who is the thief of the group. And she's enjoying some of Kurt's mom's cookies. Wow, this order that we're going in is confusing, even to me. Mike, who is still playing Fritzy, uh, Snickle Fritz Bombus, the wizard, the fireballer of all. Fritzy, baby, Fritzy. Strong down here, uh, otherwise known as JJ. And uh, yeah, I brought milk, so cookies and milk going to work out pretty nicely. You, I think. Co- you didn't bring enough milk to share, though. This is true, but yeah. I'm also not going to be partaking at the bourbon that. Kurt has <laughs> I might. So I might touch that at some point. So, uh, and I am Joe. I'm the game master for our Dungeon World game. We have not recorded in a little while now. It's been a few weeks, and we're going to try and pick back up where we left off. Mike is going to give us a bit of a recap of that last session, so we know where we're going to start this one off. Last time on Adventures from the Shed, uh, the group found uh, followed a bandit to his hideout, and were introduced to the. Uh, branch manager, bandit <laughs> leader, Willem, <laughs> who they promptly killed and <laughs> fireballed a lot of his minions. But then they went to search the little shack. Yes, we were metagaming and we were having adventure at the shed. At the shack. Um, so then we explored through the trap-ridden shed that had an amazing basement that went on forever. And just as we're coming up out of the trap door into a structure above full of bandits, Strong Dawn uh, takes a bullet, uh, Shady takes a bullet, and the voice yells out, uh, we'll talk to them. We will entertain their offer. So that's where we're at. All right, so you guys are there into this, um, I got called it a kitchen type of area. It is a, like a, a big tiled room with a lot of work surfaces. Um, uh, it looks like some food preparatory area. Uh, in that are several of the uh, Red Hand Bandits, and they have their crossbows and their swords, and they're ready for you to give up 
Um, of course, you may or may not want to. How many? But several. <laughs> there, there is one man standing there. He's like a, a middle-aged man with a long black beard, and that's the one who is talking to you. That at this point, it was just um, Strong Dawn and Shadrock who had gotten up into the room. The others will be seconds behind. Correct. Good of you to see the light. Well, we could use someone of your strength. So what exactly do you propose? Come. <laughs> come. People in the... I yell out of the basement, What does he look like? <laughs> come out of the dark. How many are there? <laughs> All of them, I think. <coughs> that was an interesting no, cough. sorry. Cough, sneeze, thing. <clears throat> um, so, he... As you guys surface, so there are several, um, eight maybe or so, around this room. And um, you know, he tells you, uh, your services could definitely be useful in our pursuit of the king. Pursuit of the king? Pursuit of the king. Hi, fellas. Well, hi. Who hi. are you? <clears throat> Tell us more. <laughs> uh, we are the band of the Red Hand. We are part of the rebellion to take down the tyrannical King Glorin. Are you, are you married to that name? Why? I'm, I'm actually married to Bridget. Oh, okay. <laughs> She's been on a podcast before. This is true. The girly podcast. <laughs> yeah. Check us out. Yeah, for those who haven't listened to it, we do have an Adventures from the Shed, the girly podcast. It's quite entertaining, too. And it has more hits than most of our other podcasts. It does. Because <laughs> it's chicks, man. It so why are you going after Girls the rock. King Lorian? Yeah, he didn't seem like a tyrannical king when I was there. Uh, you're probably either well-to-do or a murder hobo. A murder hobo? <laughs> why the no, that's, that's Joe using that term. Uh, if you are not a permanent resident of the city, then you usually have nothing to worry about from the king. Well, what do you want us to do? Well, apparently you have strength among you and the ability to get into places where you should not be. True. Uh So perhaps you could help us to gain more information. Now, what does the state of the place need to be after we leave it? Because we can get in. I'm not entirely certain there's going to be in after that. You, you look back at the splintered trap door into the basement. Yeah, yeah. Um, that is of no concern. Okay. This could be interesting. So, King what is What is he wearing? Uh, this guy looks like... Um, from Kingsbury, he would be on the level of like a banker or some type. He's wearing some some fine clothes, but not the best, not like noble level. Uh, and he is definitely um, the in charge person. He doesn't carry a weapon, but does a lot of a lot on? of red <coughs> colors. Does he have gloves on? He does not have gloves on. It's an interesting question. Um, Do you have the disglove spell? That well, you were just waiting to no, use? No, I, I would say, well, we're interested in hearing your, your proposal. I'm Fritzy, and I put out my hand to shake his hand. Okay. And? Rather than baseball. And if he does, what was your plan? I was going to charm him when he t- 
shakes my hand. So what does it look like when you cast Charm Person? Um, I mean, do you have to lick him in the face or something? No, I, I think it's just a, like a, I think it might be just a slight, like, it might not be anything that anyone can see. Well, I need to know if it's something anyone can see because you're in a room filled with people. People who feel you are hostile already. I, I honestly can't remember if okay. there's anything. If anything, my well, eyes gotta glow, make it up I think. <laughs> right? So, so maybe are you going to try and second. hide it from the others in the room? Sure. Let's do a defy danger, and we'll do it with intelligence because you're using it as you're casting the spell. And this let's see if anybody ever notices. Done it using a face palm. Yeah. Usually I just get yeah. them right in the middle of the face. Oh. Seven. Still good. <laughs> it's, it's still good. It's still good. Another Four plus reference. three. Um, so he notices what he notices you are doing something and pulls his hand away at the last moment. He, he doesn't tell his guys to attack you or anything, but it's just like a nonchalant. No, I don't think so. Missed me. No, uh, no. Uh, all right. So okay, then it's good to meet you, Fritzy. I, I we shake hands. Uh, friends shake hands. <laughs> will you do that with any of your friends then? Hold up, fist bump, fist bump. <laughs> I, I, I prefer just, a fist bump. We'll, we'll do a whole bunch of different physical greetings. All right, now what's Shadrach? Is it a bear hug? <laughs> I'd want to hear more about what their problem is with the king and also ask what's in it, f- what assisting them is it, what is in it for us if we assist them? Well, if you assist the red hand, then you, you can live through it. But if you do not, you would not be allowed to leave here with this information. See, I've heard that brand of of bargaining before <laughs> and that was before we took out like Joe says you 15 but I think it was too 6 much. <laughs> well if you count the ones back at the road this is true you only had one left when you were done there yeah yeah what is the tyrant doing that is so oppressive beyond the usual things that a king does yeah. other than claiming things that are not his and taking the lives of the innocent nothing big So, all this while, Demaya's kind of looking around. Sure. I'm taking it all in, figuring out, you know, where the exits are and how many people and all that good stuff, just tactically mm-hmm. taking it in. So, what does she see? Well, there is the, the door. Well, as far as what she just described, I can answer those questions. Okay. Um, there are eight people. They are all very eager to uh, kill you if told to do so. They have that look in their eye um, that you've killed their friends. At least they're allies. And the, so there's the door that goes down to the basement that you busted through. Plus there are two doors on opposite ends of the room. One leads farther into this building. This I'm going to say it's a mansion, a manor that you're in. And the other leads out the back. Um, it looks like into a backyard. Okay. Now, as the thief, I'm trying to find it on here, but doesn't she have like knowledge of the thief underworld and all that good stuff? Uh, My I question... I don't I, remember prompts because I want to know if I've had any dealings with um, the Red Hand and I know I want to know whether or not to take them seriously like what, on a threat level Defcon 1 through 4 or 5 I know they Where have is she? she has some kind of like thieves talk thing yeah. connections 
is an advanced move. It's on the back of the sheet. There's connections. But it says here under underbelly. Under race, it says inhuman. You're a professional, so when you spout lore or discern reality about criminal activities, I take a plus one. Um, Let's what's that? Let's do that. So do a spout lore. Okay. That's intelligence, and you get a plus one to that. Because you are trying to remember if in your knowledge, so you're bringing this out of your knowledge, are these, um, what, uh, who, who is the red hand? Yeah. That's Essentially, so that's a 12. Okay. Wow. Um, you do not remember the red hand at all as a criminal organization. They do not ring a bell from any of the criminal organizations you've ever known. Which scares me all the more because... It could. I... In my line of work, I should have heard of them if they're mm-hmm. if they're on the playing field on the playing field where we are. I should mm-hmm. have heard of them. So the fact that I've not heard of them and they've been this successful because obviously they have. We just stole a bunch of loot from them. <laughs> scares the bejesus out of me. So or they're not criminal. Or they're not criminal. Exactly. Eh. That's it. I just want to throw that out there that it could be that they're horrible, evil, and very secretive, or they're just not. They don't run with the same circles. Okay, so can we have a powwow so, per powwow? Well, I think you so should ask the question. I think you should ask the question then, like why why were we accosted on the road then? Because you you know that they're not criminals. That's a good point. So if I don't know, let them, me let me interject here for a moment from the GM's perspective. It wasn't part of the story until it became part of the yeah, story. Yeah, I know. I know. I will say that you guys were ambushed on the road because you looked like you were upper level people from the city. I'd like to think I'm an upper level person. <laughs> Your mic moved down, and your the wires over it. So there, there, there you go. All right. That's All probably right, so why it moved down. Go ahead. Can I call like a group meeting? Um, you you will be allowed to, if you would like to speak privately in a room, uh, that only has one exit, and they will guard the exit. Ooh, so do we want to trap ourselves even more? Yeah. We're kind of sure. already in a situation. Mm-hmm. All right, so group meeting. Okay. Do we have everything we need to know from these people? So, like, two rooms away from where you are, there's, uh, like, a big uh, food pantry that's mostly empty that is probably about as large as our shed here, 12 by 18 room. Uh, we have so you have plenty of room to stand around and talk, and there's just a few bits of different canned foods and jars and stuff on the. Uh, there's on the no shelves. windows. No windows. This is a completely closed off room with the only exit being the door that you walked in. Uh, after you walked in, they closed the door, and you hear the like two of the uh, guards will stand right outside the door, and their footsteps stop right outside the door. Are we still on a level that is underground? No, you are above ground. Okay. All right, powwow, so what are we going to do? I see this as a A or B option. We either fight our way out or we work with them. So we fight and die, or we work with them and live. Hey, hey, we've narrowed it down now from eight to two. I think we can probably handle this thing. Two? Oh, There's only two the guards outside the door now. Also, I could throw a fireball at this wall, like right behind us, and blow a big hole in the side, and, and we could run on out. <laughs> Well, all I know is I don't know these guys. I've never heard of them, which makes me wonder just how bad they are. Because I should have heard from them. Well, and I think knowing their aspirations would be beneficial to 
understanding the total lay of the land. I was unaware that Kingsbury was this faction divided. Oh. What they've told us is consistent with what I've heard. One of my friends before I joined with you is a wise old wolf, Talrock, with whom I speak somewhat regularly. And he had told me of, as he calls them, humanoids on the road who only seem to attack upper class people or people of higher authority, but leaves often the poor people and the weaker people alone. And I did not know what to make of it at the time. It seemed odd. But in light of this conversation, I think that he was clearly speaking of these red hand and in fact told me that he had seen a lot of that color on the on these people who are, have been attacking on the road. Um, and that would be consistent with what they've told us. So I think we should consider at least at least accepting their offer initially to get inside to get some more information about what's going on and then reevaluating. Not too crazy about going into Kinsbury. I I'm not too crazy about alienating alienating ourselves by getting with this this terrorist group against the king. But does anyone really know who the I mean if Demaya with her criminal contacts doesn't know who the red hand is no one's going to know our connections with them either. Mm. Yeah, but we're on a roll being good guys. Can't we just keep being good guys? Well, Wait, there's nothing to say that we, can't we just have to double list. agent this exactly. Later. We can't. We can always change our mind. Right. I mean, it is a lady's prerogative, right? Uh-huh. <laughs> right. We can get ourselves out of this situation by agreeing to go along with them and change our mind, or we may realize that they're not the bad guys. Yeah. I mean, do I mean, any of you know the king personally? No. I have never met a king. I've met there's a shaman. Two sides to a story. Fair enough. Yeah, sofa king. (laughs) Terrorist to one is a freedom fighter to others. What do you say, Fritzy? Are you on board? I say that we're in a better position than we just were, so we could probably fight this thing out. To what end? Well, it it seems like we got like eight more to go, and then we'll be done with these guys. But, uh, the thing I have a problem with that, though, is they may have a point. Like, I, I, I would like to be better informed before making a decision. Agreed. We just must lay low when we get to Kingsbury. I agree. I don't think we should outwardly uh, uh, signify ourselves as being aligned with them, but that doesn't mean we can't at least... That means no gallivanting I mean, through pubs, no crazy party, Fritzy. Keep it on the down low. Have you heard of the Kingsguard, though? They are, like, they are the real deal killers, man. We don't want to go up against the king. Well, not all the Kingsguard is all bad. All right, so uh, she kind of mumbles that under her breath. Not all the Kingsguard is bad. Um, all right, so are we going to do this? What are we going to do? <laughs> are we going to listen and pretend yeah. to go along with the, the, the plan? Not even pretend. Just go along with it until we don't. Until we decide we don't want to. Sounds good. Okay. <laughs> don't worry. You'll get the fireball someone. <laughs> someone could die. Just don't worry. All right. So you, you're prepared to, to give your answer? Yes. Okay. Um, so the, the guards will let you back out. 
and the the man with the long black beard will meet you in the uh the i guess a, a nice big living room uh a den uh with lots of furniture big room this is definitely a manor house and um and he's sitting at the of course the biggest most comfortable chair and he invites you all to sit down and what have you decided what are your intentions for us uh, my intentions are to use your formidable skills to find more information that we can use against the king. And who will we be collecting this information from? Within Kingsbury, you will find several contacts from the Red Hand who will be watching for you if you choose to accept this. Fair enough. Your mission, should you choose to accept should it. Should you choose to accept it. Will there be exploding missives? <laughs> His mouth explodes. <laughs> My mouth will explode in five seconds. Um, yeah, so... I think we should let him know that we would expect appropriate compensation if we do our job well. You think you should? Are you saying that to yourself out loud? I think you should say it out loud. I'm saying it out loud. <laughs> The, the, the threat of death is not that daunting to us, but we're intrigued by your proposition. We would understand as men of honor that if we do good service to you, that you'll make it worth our while. And women. And women, excuse me. <laughs> Fucking eloquent so, ass. So, so you want money and women. Great. <laughs> uh, you, you, of course, would be compensated for your time and abilities. Tell us where to go. To hell. <laughs> That's Hell. not a good start. <laughs> yeah. um, it will go to Kingsbury to the. Um, I'm trying to think. Somebody come up with a district name. The Onion District. I don't know. Onion District. All right. So <laughs> you're going to go. Yeah, you're it going to go to the uh, to the um, uh, marketplace uh, and where they sell onions. Uh, there is a there's a man there at the onion selling booth. He will talk to you. Name? He will talk to you. I hate right. missions like Mr. this. Mr. Onion. Mr. Onion. He is, he is many layered. Yeah. <laughs> How far are we from the marketplace? Uh, well, you, you need to finish your travel to Kingsbury. Honestly, don't remember how far that was, but we're going to we say didn't get with, very with another, far. With another, with another um, day of travel, you'll get there. <laughs> we'll, we'll leave it at that. Are we back to full hit points? Um, yeah, you'll get a chance to rest. Do I get one of my uses of my poison back? I don't think there's anywhere you would have picked it up along the way. When okay. you get to Kingsbury, though, taking a few, um, uh, you know, a day or some coins, you could definitely. Okay. All right. Um, so what I would ask you all to do is mark off one um, ration. For the last day, everyone except for Shadrock. If I were to eat a basement ration, <laughs> does it have a negative effect? No. All right. So I it does not down one basement ration. Okay. It may at some point, but it doesn't when you eat it. All right. <laughs> we're all like watching him <laughs> eat that basement ration. It actually tastes like peaches. That's what like I was thinking. Peach marmalade. It was like jarred peaches. <laughs> yes. Oh, song slapping. 
Lady Marbellage. Stop it, James. Huh? All right, so what are we doing now? Okay, so yeah, you mark, you mark it, right? that off. You make your way to Kingsbury. And millions of peaches. Peaches for free. Yes. The, uh, the marketplace is in full swing near midday when you arrive about 2 in the afternoon. And um, if you go straight there, you would find uh, there is one vendor that has a small little cart uh, with lots of onions at a great price. <laughs> Along the way. It's right next to like garlic and chives and all kinds of different condiments and seasonings. Along the way, she's going to lift a shawl or like a scarf and you see her kind of like wrap it around her head and cover her head and face and just very nervously just looking Just to hide? Mm-hmm. Okay. That is acceptable. Thanks. I want to shift into... Uh, the form of a feral cat in and the tag middle along. of the marketplace. <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah, I'm gonna go find a corner somewhere, <laughs> and then I want to tag along. Is there a phone booth? And I'm gonna stand right next to Fritzy the whole time. All right. Wherever Fritzy goes, so I go. let's make a roll for the shape change. Uh, Eleven. Yes. Okay. Um, I don't know that we'll need them, but go ahead and mark your three hold. Okay. And um, if something comes up that a cat could do, and you want to do it. You can use a hold for I it. In the meantime, you're really don't want to. Yeah, I don't want to be seen as a party member, right. so I'm just trying to hang out and watch. Yeah, I was just thinking if you failed, you could have been like a cat with a shillelagh sticking out of your back or something. <laughs> could have been interesting. A deformed cat. Or a two-legged cat. Yeah, the two opposing front and rear legs. It would be fun <laughs> to watch them walk. Uh, <laughs> I called him Wobbles. <laughs> wobbles. <laughs> you take Wobbles for a drag. <laughs> um... <laughs> so the uh, w- w- you guys are just approaching. Yes, I will yes. approach the onion yes. man. <laughs> oh yeah, like I, I, I'm I'm full on brazen. Like this yeah. whole subterfuge thing is disgusting. <laughs> well, he didn't didn't ask you to be secretive. He just told you where to go. Exactly. Right. He didn't say you had to be secretive about it. Um, as you approach, he looks around to make sure no one else is around, and he says, "So you got here quickly." What did he tell you? He said to see the onion man. He said to see the onion man. The man with the black beard. What did he tell you you needed to do? To talk to the onion man. Shadows That's gather. <laughs> In the night. Did he? The was, red was dog. That not the catchphrase? I thought there was a catchphrase. Uh, so he's, he's essentially he's asking you to look, take a look at how you react so he knows if you actually talk to the right person. Oh, yeah, yeah, the, the black guy, the black bearded man. Yeah. Oh, yeah, that guy. Yeah, sure, sure. I know him. Uh-huh, uh-huh. Totally buddy. know him. Um, okay. The way you're supposed to do this thing is you give a misinformation of the person. Yeah. That way, if they agree, you know. Yeah, but see, I keep forgetting that you guys are players. Sorry. Players. <laughs> players. Don't hate the player. Um, so he's, uh, he tells you... Uh, Chancellor Belinda is having a masquerade ball this evening. At this ball, the king will, will make a brief appearance, and when he leaves, he is supposed to be on a, shall we say, a mission of ill-doing, and we would like to know what he does when he leaves the masquerade this evening. Interesting. Can we get tickets to the masquerade ball? Uh, he he hands you four tickets that smell distinctly like onion, and yeah, everything he has pretty much. I mean, if and you they are be they are all um, 
you know, uh, first class tickets into the masquerade ball, appropriate dress required. Thank you, Johnny Onion Seed. <laughs> My name is Robard. Robard. Fair All right. Robard, how did you get stuck with the onions? <laughs> well, if you're a man, it doesn't have a farm. Be Do you have no sense of smell, Robard? <laughs> <laughs> well, that's well. Sooner or later, it just goes away. And he's always crying. <laughs> This is horrible. So how do you guys want to approach that new information? What does he mean by appropriate dress? We've got to get some costumes. We need to get you dressed. I am covered. No, appropriately dressed. I want to go as a wolf. You need a costume. Appropriately dressed. I know a place in town. It's a costume? Yeah. It's a costume ball. The best kind of balls. (laughs) Best kind of balls. Alright. Giggity giggity. Okay. <laughs> um Alright, so I guess we have to go get proper attire. Alright. I saw once a street performer with shiny metal looking skin. Can I go like that? Shiny metal looking skin. Sure. <laughs> what is he talking about? <laughs> He's talking about the, the living statue guy. Uh, <laughs> like she looks at him and goes. Sure. And then turns and goes, what is he talking about? The hell is exactly what I want to do. I want to be, wanna be a living statue you? guy. Put on the, the shiny, I don't know, body paint, I guess it is. I guess. It'll be something here. <laughs> something different. <laughs> but you yeah, can just press the digitate that shit on me, can't you? Yeah, sure. <laughs> is there press the digitation in this game? I think we should check into uh, it yeah. again and go get our costumes. Okay. Um, how much... How many coins do you guys have? One million. We, we have at least donation from the red hand. Yeah, we got 500 from the red hand. Yeah. yeah. Right. Do, or so do they, or do they you, take it back? I'll give you some numbers just to make it easy. To, to have an inn for the evening, each person would spend... Uh, well, I guess, would you go for the regular inn or, or something nice? Something nice. I don't know. I was uh, going to go to the Frazzled Mermaid. My <laughs> 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 end of choice. Do they have rooms there? Yes? Yeah. Okay. I mean, I think Fr- that's where Fritzy might al- already have a room unless they gave his room away. <laughs> <laughs> like he has a permanent room? Baby. Yeah, I could be. I thought I had that in here. I don't see it. All right. So what we're going to do is um, five coins a night for a nice place. And for your costumes, ten coins each. So we're down sixty just to make, coins. Yeah, just to make it uh, simple. We're so can can he like he use the presentation to break down the material of the coins and reapply it to me, so I look gold? We're not wasting gold coins on that. You're already going to waste gold coins on a stupid costume. We're not wasting gold coins on covering you with. <laughs> With gold paint, coins? With gold paint. <laughs> you can have ten coins worth of gold coins. <laughs> so we can down. make you sure. just, gold man. Just stop it. It ends up like leopard spots. Nice. It's not enough to cover Strong Dawn, that's for sure. <laughs> as long as you cover the important parts. <laughs> <laughs> so he's got like a golden cod gold, piece. Gold member. <laughs> <laughs> well played. All right. So what? what's your costume? Uh, um, yeah, typical masquerade fashion. Uh, big, poofy dress, black 
and let's do black and silver this time with a mask with a silver plume my hair is we need video for that the plume went like two feet behind you silver plume she gets her hair braided so it's braided down her back she looks all in all like in all respects she looks like a proper lady you can tell she's done this before all right Proper and prostitute both start with pro. <laughs> what about? Kurt uh, <laughs> well, has what, his mouth full. What about a mask? Well, you have a masquerade mask? Ab- absolutely. Yeah. Um, because said, you had gone with the shawl thing. I didn't remember you saying well, mask. Well, I used the shawl to walk through town, but yeah. as part of her costume, she would have a masquerade mask. Again, silver plume. Like just That's over a black eye. mask. But coming from the mask. Okay. Coming I missed that, sorry. So half her face, you know. Mm-hmm. Shadrock will be going as a great wolf. He'll have a wolf mane draped over his shoulders with the head and the face out over him with a kind of a silver fur mask and then his manly body underneath. So total freak, got it. So he doesn't have a problem wearing the skins of his friends. He does not. It's faux. It is natural. It is a natural (laughs) for things to die, and Mm -hmm. when they die, it's good that they be used. All right, I like it. Um, I think he's going to be the gold guy. Yep, um, the gold spotted cow. I, 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 I legit want to see if there's yeah. like a paint. Not at such short notice. Really? They wouldn't just have metallic paint laying around. Like the whole concept of um, subterfuge of you know hiding your true self is foreign, but I'm okay with like doing like a war paint sort of looking thing. And I'm fine I with mean, you using the ten coins to mess them up into something that you can use to disguise. I mean, I do have prestidigitation. Uh, and in prestidigitation, I can change something's color. So, I could cha- if you get any kind of paint, I could change it to be gold paint. There you go. That works then. Okay. So, I am, I am... Actually, I want to be completely sober. Silver, okay. Silver. But he said sober. Uh, <laughs> um, yeah. And no Fritzy, I think, he, he will look for... He, he's going to look sort of like a knight, except that the armor isn't like real armor. It's sort of like like play costume armor, where it's like super thin and, and just like covers a little bit. And then he'll just have like a... Uh, like a little helmet thing that just covers his eyes and is sort of like a little mask. All right. So you guys are ready for the ball. Um, at the entrance, it's the regular red velvet rope entrance, and uh, they're taking tickets from people, and uh, apparently everybody who's gone to this masquerade ball is high class. It's uh, a lot of really rich people. You guys look like the um, the kids who bought the store-bought costumes on Halloween, and everybody else has spent thousands of dollars on making theirs. Um, but your tickets are legit, so you get in. And inside is really, for, for anyone who knows people in Kingsbury, there is not anyone in here who has like less than a six-figure income in Kingsbury. It is a very wealthy party. I think I would probably know a... At least a couple of these people, because okay. I get into these parties you surprisingly. Slept, you slept with some of their wives, right, Fritzy baby? Uh, probably some of them. Well, Tobias slept you, with some of their wives, too. If you specifically well, yeah. recognize somebody, let me know who it is. 
And I would have probably lifted a couple jewels in my day oh, from yeah. some of these I'm people. I'm sure you would see them because some may travel from like Manx where you had originally started. I'm just going to stand in the corner because this many people makes me really nervous. Yeah? Yeah. I might just sit and drink bubbly <laughs> stuff out of the tub. <laughs> you probably haven't had too many carbonated beverages. That might be an interesting bubbly new experience. Um, so how do you guys want to approach the whole ball thing how do, you, how do you want to mingle do you want to just hang out in your own little clique or wh- how, what do you want to do what type of music playing um a lot of like uh the the annoying like harpsichord and it's like a harpsichord bagpipe pan flute trio playing jazz <laughs> who decided that <laughs> clearly the organizers have Poor taste in music. Although all of the rich people seem to enjoy it. I see. It is all the rage these days. <laughs> it is. <laughs> Bagpipe jazz. <laughs> <laughs> yes. oy, oy. Um, yeah, so how, how are you guys going about this? I want to I hear more about your characters. I want to um, actually participate, participate in the festivities. Okay. So... Um, so I re- here's what I would say. I, I would li- like to hear how Strong Don uh, integrates himself into the participation. What you're seeing is some really organized, like, ballroom dancing, and people are stepping exactly where they're supposed to. The right person's leading every dance, and on the edges, every little spot that has a cocktail table and a few people standing at it, they've got their pinkies up in the air holding the glasses, and that's the scene you're in. How do you participate in that? Um, I'm going to say that Strong Don, like, hears the music and like finds a rhythm that he can do like a it's tribal it's sort of in there stomp somewhere. dance okay so think um uh the samoans like their little oh. haka the haka the haka like that's sort of the dance he'd be doing and just totally counterpoint to their little perfect stepped okay it's <laughs> a bull in a china shop <laughs> i'm a bull in a china shop <laughs> all right now who else is doing what uh, Fritzy is definitely is definitely like schmoozing with with the elite, and he is yeah. he's he has a group of 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 young women around him, and he's telling them stories, most of which are just made up about his exploits and and how he saved the world, and, okay. and they're all very impressed. Okay, and while he's doing that, he's sort of keeping an eye out for. Either the king or the chancellor. Okay. Shadrock is wandering by himself, trying not to talk to anyone, being intrigued but scared at the same time. So introvert. Not to be seen. So total creep against the wall. Trying not to be a creep against the wall, but just kind of wandering, wandering, not finding a place to stop, wandering. Mm -hmm. Okay. Trying some bubbly stuff. I should probably have to make a defy danger roll against alcohol. But uh, that's up to you. <laughs> Constitution. Are you, are you specifically drinking? Yes. Uh, not just tasting. I tasted and I liked it. Okay. That's you in the corner. So we'll let that, we'll let that go for now until it counts. <laughs> okay. All right. And Demaya. Demaya is playing at much lower key. Um, because of the description of your outfit, you are the least out of place. Exactly. So she's going to play at much lower key and just mingle um, amongst the people, 
kind of catching uh, bits of conversation here and there. Okay. Think of um, she's a chameleon, right? So she can okay. shift in and out of conversations. No one really pays her much mind. She looks like, like you described, her her costume looks a bit uh, almost like a country bumpkin. Okay. So she can easily pass as someone from the country who's come here to this ball and is pretending to be or is overwhelmed by the big city and all the lavishness and all that so she's in and out of conversations just kind of mingling trying to figure out what she can pick up and any pockets that she can pick so what i'd ask you to do is give me a defy danger with wisdom because what you are essentially doing is trying to get in and out of conversations without being noticed yeah. and pick up information oh, oh yeah. yeah yeah okay so a lot of um, the conversations that you do find yourself in, there's specifically uh, uh, almost every conversation is that really was a ten. It, ten yeah. Is the king really going to be here tonight? Oh yes, definitely. I've heard from uh, from good authority the king will show himself very soon today. Um, and you know where where's where's the chancellor? She hasn't arrived yet. Nobody has seen her yet. And. Uh, then there's other conversations about, you know, the red hand is really starting to give the king um, uh, a lot of trouble on the, on the west side of town. And the king's supposed to be going over there to take care of business. We hope he takes care of business. Does she see any of the king's of the knights? knights the, of there, are, there are real knights of Kingsbury here. Okay. Um, they are standing at the, you know, the, uh, I don't know what they... If they have a technical name or not, but these semicircular staircases that meet at the balcony above, they're, they're standing at the bottom and at the top of uh, both sides of that staircase. She avoids those. Okay. <laughs> Specifically avoid Specifically that avoid those spots. Okay. And then um, as Fritzy's watching for things to happen specifically, um, you see a... Uh, a woman in a, a nice big poofy crimson red dress with feathers sticking out from all different areas. Um, some really like four foot long feathers like a peacock coming out of the top of her head. Uh, she walks up the balcony past the guards uh, and stands on the top and she removes her mask and you recognize it's um, Chancellor Belinda and she starts to address the crowd uh, and, and she the things quiet down and uh, she says, welcome, welcome everyone to the, the second annual Masquerade Ball of Kingsbury. And, uh, and Demaya, when you turn to look, you see it's Lady Vostra. Oh, shit. <laughs> Wait, Lady, Lady Vostra is the Chancellor? Uh-oh. Oh, poop. This well, is not going to end I mean, well. she likes Tobiah. <laughs> <laughs> a lot. Um, and she, she introduces King Glorin, who comes from behind a curtain on the balcony behind her and stands next to her on the balcony. And they have a few words to the crowd of, you know, things are going well in Kingsbury, blah, 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 blah all political stuff. And after about a minute, there's the standard golf clap applause um, and they both walk their separate ways down to mingle with the crowd. Oh, dear. So now you're spe- specifically avoiding that spot. <laughs> specifically avoiding so anywhere. She, so she's like flipping out. Like, wait a minute. What's going on? Oh, my gosh. Oh, my gosh. Oh, oh my gosh. Chancellor Belinda is Lady Vostra. What is she doing? What's going on here? 
She's intrigued. Are you guys going to have a little powwow so that you share this information? Because, I mean, normally to. we share it over the table, but you guys are going to take a minute to... We would have Yeah, because she's just a chancellor to me. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. okay. So do that. Take a minute here and talk talk amongst the characters. With I, what I leave my, my group of, of young ladies and go over like I'm going to get a drink. And you all are lined up at the bar. <laughs> and I just take my spot, which is like the third one over. And uh, then, then we talk about it. Yeah. We have a problem. Chancellor Belinda, I know her as Lady Bostra. You know, she and I had a couple run-ins, spent some time together. And I don't know what's going on here. What do you mean by run-ins? Well, I think it's know. when you leave the sock on the doorknob. Yeah. We had a I don't, we don't have socks <laughs> in the mountains. <laughs> we had a beautiful affair. Her husband was away a lot. She was lonely. She wanted to take a young girl in, show her a good time. You uh, know. Although she apparently has an alias because she was not Lady Vostra. Mm-hmm. So no, I know that seems sort of weird. I know her as Lady Vostra. I think the Chancellor Belinda is the alias. Don't look at me. Oh. Oh. I, I can't answer right now. You guys are talking. I mean, how long have you been gone from Lady Vostra? Before I ran into you crazy folk. <laughs> I mean, I doubt that she could have gotten a, a new alias a, brought onto the council. She did spend council. a lot of time in Kingsbury. I mean, I didn't think twice about it because I, mean, I was having a good time spending her husband's money. But when I think back, she was always coming into Kingsbury and spending several days at a time here. I just I never so bothered. So how much do you actually know about her? I know she her was able to maintain this other identity, how do you even know she actually has a husband? I, I know that her. wasn't her money. No, I know her. I studied her for weeks. I pick my marks very carefully. Maybe you were the mark. <laughs> no. So one thing I was thinking about as I was putting this together is, I know it, for us, the, the us real people, we have the internet and pictures, and you know when somebody is somebody and you see their picture here and there. That doesn't exist in this world, right? So you wouldn't make the connection because there isn't a picture of Belinda, Belinda Carlisle around anywhere, right? Chancellor Belinda. There's no picture of her around with her name underneath it. So nobody would make that association. Although it's not, I'm not trying, and I'm, I want to say that specifically because it's not that you're dumb. You just, there's no way that you would have I wouldn't known. have known. You weren't there. Did you? I mean, of- she's not... Belinda Vostra, is she? Uh, no, I normally don't do last names. <laughs> no, like, if but it no. was Miss Va- or Lady she, Vostra. So, for Demaya, from Demaya's perspective, she has only ever known this person as this um, noble woman in Lady a town, in, in the city of Manx on an island nearby. Sounds like that's where she had her getaway. Did you part on good terms? Didn't you steal a necklace at the parting gift? <laughs> hmm. oh, Are you wearing it? No, I don't have it on me. Did you ever get it back from that uh, the bandit? Never gave it to him. I thought you gave it to him. I showed as it a, to him. I was ooh. like, this is what you could get. I never gave it to him. I probably just facepalmed him after that. Um, ooh, this, is, this could be bad. I mean, we didn't. I just disappeared, and yeah, her necklace happened to disappear the same time I did. I mean, how confident are you in your disguise? You could go talk to her. She would know who I am. 
How attractive is Chancellor Belinda, Lady Bostra? Very attractive. Too attractive for Fritzy, baby? Oh, God. <laughs> is there such a thing? No, baby. <laughs> no. <laughs> See, I imagine Fritzy preys on the five or lesses. Oh, jeez. <laughs> oh, <laughs> <laughs> I think Chancellor Carlisle of Bostra, or whatever the hell her name is. That girl needs love, too. <laughs> Dang, yeah, man. I think she's out of his league. I mean, I can try and go speak to her as Demaya and rekindle that relationship and try to get to the bottom of this. Well, it seems like we have I multiple ways into the king. We, someone can follow him when he leaves the party. Someone can work Chancellor Belinda. Someone can fly around like a hawk in the sky and trail his caravan. We have lot, Our job is to follow him and figure out what he's doing, right? I could go up and shake his hand. Go up and shake his hand. <laughs> Um, if you're keeping, uh, I'll assume you guys are kind of keeping an eye out to make sure you're not being spied upon, right? Yeah. So while you are doing that, you notice that the king has uh, a couple of his retinue with him who actually start putting his masquerade outfit on, and they're essentially dressing him up like a farmer. Um, and but it's a real like a, a farmer with uh, gold filigree on his uh, his overalls, overalls and right it, it is the king of farmer but he is definitely getting into a full disguise they've even got little makeup things and they're putting lines in his face and stuff like that so they're getting him ready for his masquerade entrance the king and they're kind of off to the side the do we know about Chancellor Belinda's relationship with the king. That's uh, she is general knowledge. She is the leader of the the Council of Peers in Kingsbury, who are the only other people who have any say in the city itself. The king has overall authority of over over everything. He can do veto power, override anything he wants. But the um, the Council of Peers handles just about all normal matters. Are we putting up another street light? Do we need another guard down that street? That's all handled within the council. But if the king decides differently, he can overrule it. He has ultimate power. Fair enough. So that's the relationship. It's, you know, that of two politicians. Okay. It seems sort of strange to me that that uh, she is the most outspoken opponent to his uh, his latest tax increase. I'm sort of surprised that he would agree to come to this party. Keep your friends closer and your enemies closer. Close and you end closer, closer. closer. <laughs> Whatever. <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> Hug your friends. Have sex with your enemies. <laughs> I think Shadrock's going to plan on just trying to covertly tail the king wherever he goes because he's not so good at the diplomatic stuff. How? If that's good with everyone. Explain to me how. Well, I'll be in my costume as long as I'm at the party and just trying to stay. <laughs> 25 yards away and looking on the script, but you know, once we get outside, I'll assess the lay of the land and then probably transform into an animal that he won't so notice. So let me ask you, give me a defy danger with wisdom because this is going to tell me whether you are aware if you can like covertly tell him while you're here. Looks good. Okay. You know that too many people are staring at you in your out-of-place costume. To actually tail the king okay. while you are in this building. There, there's, there's always somebody looking at you. Okay. So you can change you, it you, you are an that, Yeah, you are that aware enough, definitely. 
can I go in the bathroom and become a little mouse? <laughs> and then while you're stepping out, somebody sees the mouse. <laughs> Crunch. <laughs> Sorry, I don't want to get stepped on. That's true. That may yeah. not be a good choice. Maybe a cat. Yeah, if a mouse comes out of the restroom at the masquerade ball, everybody's running. <laughs> that might be more frightening. What about a nice regal dog? Maybe. Does he, have, does he have, like, dog? Great Danes or anything that he hangs out with? Uh, he has Great Dames. <laughs> <laughs> uh, the fives and lesses. I'm just going to hang out by the bar as I have okay. been until, right. until something precipitates a decision. All right. I think that I should go do the handshake trick on either Lady Vostra or the king and then just get in with their their table so I can be with them. They, they are walking and mingling, just so you know. So it's probably easy to approach them, but they're not at a table. They're talking to everybody. There's like on 150 people here, and it looks like they're going to take the time to say hi to every single person here. All right. Um, I guess when the king gets to me, I would like to shake his hand and try to charm him. Will you be at the bar? No, Still, I, I think I'd probably around? go back to the, the right. group of women. All right. And who else is going to do what? I am. Um, I am trying to. Uh, I don't know yet. Come back to me. Okay. <laughs> Kurt, you've got a thought? You look like you have a thought. I'm, I am going to overcome my social anxiety. Really? And uh, thank Chancellor Belinda for her invitation to the party. And really? tell her that I wish I had a more impressive costume, but that I am nonetheless happy to be there. All right. Well, then she'll take, she'll take a moment to look at you. Uh, uh, give me give me another wisdom roll, please. Twelve. Twelve. <laughs> um, One of those days. <laughs> yeah, so it's that perception you've gained while being out in the wild. Every little thing catches your eye, right? and you know that there's something going on. Well, when she looks at you, there's a moment of recognition before she just falls into her regular political um, spiel of, well, it, I'm really glad to have invited you. Um, that is a very interesting costume. Perhaps you should meet the king before you leave. That's a wink for anybody at home. <laughs> and that's part of your wisdom role. There's, there's something there. Okay. Uh, I would ask her if that's something she could help facilitate. He's right over there. Okay. <laughs> From across the room, like... Yeah. Demaya's been kind of positioning herself directly across from Vastra. So when she looks up, she takes her her mask down so that Vastra sees her face. Okay. And just kind of stares at her and goes like this. That was a a come hither. Come here, look. For those folks (laughs) listening. Come at me like you got in the gym. Come at me like you want some. Mickey put on her smoky eyes. Okay. Smoky allergy covered eyes. Shut your mouth. Yeah. <laughs> so I'd, I'd do that to just kind of get her attention and direct her to come speak with me at this closest little at, at, alcove. At that time, um, Chancellor Belinda would would uh, shake your your fake paw or something, right? She'd reach for something on your costume to be political. And uh, uh, as a politician, she says, oh, that's such a great costume. Oh, I have to go talk to someone else. Please find your way to the king. Good luck in finding him. 
wink, wink. <laughs> uh, and she'll start making her way towards you via 20 other people and saying hi along the way. Shoot. Demile would just wait, wait for okay. her to come up to her. And Fritzy has found his way to the king. All right. So, when so you King Glorin is there. He's kind of, uh, he is now a, a gold filigreed hillbilly. Um, but he is definitely, uh, he keeps himself as tall as he can. His chest is puffed out, and he's always got this stern look on his face. All right. Now he just looks like that as a hillbilly. I would take his hand in a bowing manner so that okay. my eyes were, were down because okay. <laughs> I don't want him to see the glowy eyes. And as I shake the hand, I would like to try to charm him. Okay. Um, go ahead. Just roll it. Let's see what happens. Yes. All right. 13. So read out charm person again. So we've charm got person. what we're looking at here. Charm person is the person, not beast or monster, you touch while casting the spell counts you as a friend until they take damage or you prove otherwise. Okay. So some people have called him a monster and it didn't work. No, but he's not a literal monster. He says, um, he says, oh, hi, um... Would you raise your visor? Oh, oh, sorry. Oh, hi. Hey, I think I remember you from somewhere. You know, we're about to leave in a few minutes. Perhaps you could join us. That would be amazing. All right. I'm, I'm Snickle Fritz Bomb. Oh, yes. That's, I'm sure that's your name. Definitely. We were at that thing with the thing. Remember? I remember yeah. being there. Yeah. We did the stuff. Yep. That was you. Yeah, that was me. You He's the, the, the thing with the guy at the place. He yeah. was that one. <laughs> <laughs> and um, do you want to introduce the king to your buddy? <laughs> yeah, I, I was going to ask how how are you going to go along with that? Well, uh, I've just Shadrach. been kind of yeah, sneaking up along, and I'm kind of behind Fritzy now. And yeah, I would kind of step forward at this point and yeah. give him a nudge and hope w- that he'll introduce me. Would it would it be all right if I I brought my manservant with me? <laughs> I I I'd try not to go anywhere without him. Also, I have uh, my bodyguard, and uh, let's see, where is my is my wife somewhere around here? Um, uh, she'll yeah. she'll be around. She'll I, be around sooner or later. Yes, but uh, we would love to join you later. <laughs> um, he it lets would be out an he, honor. he lets out a a non typical laugh for the king, and <laughs> claps you on the back and says, "Sure, bring Wolf Boy along." Uh, Demaya says, "Lady in my Chancellor Belinda reaches you." Hello, my lady. Well, hello, Demaya. What brings you here? I could ask you the same thing. Last I met you, you were going by Vostra. Who's Belinda? Well, that's a long story, but from what I've heard, you've learned a bit of it already. Well, I've got time. Share. <laughs> um. Let's just say it would be good for you to go along with your friends to follow the king. It is time once again to catch him red-handed. Don't tell me what to do, my lady. I thought we had something special. You wound me. Do you know who I am? (laughs) What about all those nights we spent together? You promised me. You told me you loved me. Of course. And if you are able to pull off this mission, perhaps we can find time again. 
What is this mission? What do you want from me? First, you'll need to be quiet here. No. Or, or you will leave. So she's like an errant child. Yeah. No. <laughs> no, 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 no. So tell me, what is your mission? What are your intents? What are your This is neither the time nor place. Go along now. And Go she along pulls her now. mask down and walks away. Oh, she's hot to trot. She is. Fritzy sees her getting sort of sort of heated across <laughs> the room. And I, I give that the like high shrill whistle and, and give her the fig. <laughs> <laughs> she gives you another finger. <laughs> Strong Don, you have managed to sway several of the uppity folks into your haka dance. Nice. I've yes, started a trend. You yeah. have. Um, and that is where you are. Yeah, right I'm, teaching, now. I'm teaching them how to do it. Like, you have to feel your emotions. Yes. And they're, they're just, yes, emotions, great. Boom, boom, boom. Uh, so the, the king is ready to leave. All right. I gather my, uh, my entourage, and uh, we get a, get you guys to, to head out the door after the king with me. All right. Let All right. Along. So when you guys walk out, uh, the king uh, gets up to a carriage outside, which has several of the um, the the knights of Kingsbury there, and. Uh, they ask the king, "Who who is this that's that's here with you?" And the king mentions that this is um, the Snickle Ritzy, the, my friend. Uh, he's going to come along for the ride. And the knights say, "Well, that's fine, but the rest will have to stay here." Uh, I don't know. Can can you guys get get a get another ride <laughs> and maybe meet me a little bit later? Look, you do what you have to do, Fritzy, baby. We'll take <laughs> care of ourselves. Whatever, Fritzy. She's in a fit state. She doesn't want to talk. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so Fritzy gets into the carriage with the king. It gets carted down the road. And that's where we're going to stop this session dun, dun, dun. of Adventures from the Shed. Hey! Yay. You can do the Chewbacca thing. All right, everybody want to say bye bye. Guys. Thanks for listening. Thanks. Bye. Strong Dawn starts a new dance craze as the others find time to mingle at Chancellor Belinda's Masquerade Ball. Fritzy charms the king and gathers the party before following King Glorin out into the city. Thanks for joining us. The preceding podcast was brought to you by Shedcast. You can find us online at adventuresfromtheshed.com.